When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We have got Thursday Night Football tonight. We have got the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals. And the team that the Dolphins beat this past week, the Buffalo Bills. And the injuries are getting a little out of hand. Yeah. And especially on the defensive side of the ball. And I, I kind of had a big pause there and a big sigh in saying all of that because, you know, the first couple of weeks of the year, it's been so much fun to watch the Buffalo Bills because I felt like they were going to be a team all year that was playing with such an edge and uh, such a mission to them. And yet, Chris, here we are. And after week three, we've got legitimate concerns because of the injuries. So at what level do we put those concerns right now? I, Right now, I'm at a good five or six on a scale of one to ten for Buffalo this year right now. Yeah, I'm not sounding the alarm, but we're getting close to it, Carlin. I mean, here's the deal. I think this division race is going to be a lot closer than we all anticipated coming into this season just because the Dolphins are a little bit better than we thought they would be. And I'm not talking about the two of it all. I'm just talking about overall as a team, the Miami Dolphins, are a live dog when it comes to the AFC East title race. And so you don't have as much margin for error if you're the Bills as you once thought you did. And in looking at this team, there are some serious warts that we seem to have glossed over. Yeah, they've tried to rebuild the offensive line, Carlin, but they don't have any semblance of a run game outside of Josh Allen. That's a problem. Defensively, I'm worried about the guys on the back end. Yeah, Kyrie Elam, their first-round pick, has looked like a stud. Mm. But you've got Micah Hyde, who's out for the season with a neck injury. Jordan Poyer dealing with the foot injury that he suffered on Monday Night Football. Trey White is out. We don't know when he's going to get back. Christian Benford, who's been filling in for him, you're talking about him having a hand injury and not being able to practice this week. He broke his hand. I think it's going to be a couple weeks. That's what I'm saying. So this is a real issue, and you're wondering at what point does it become a war of attrition? At what point do all of these injuries start to mount up to the point where this team can't overcome? For as great as Josh Allen is and how stacked we believe this roster to be, Carlin, this team has not won a one-score game since week eight of 2020. It's damn near been two years. And so when you start talking about who they got coming up in the Baltimore Ravens in M&T Bank Stadium, I'm a little bit skeptical about whether or not this Bills team with all of the injuries that they're trying to manage, can go on the road and beat this kind of opponent. Well, there are two real problems here. Number one is that all of the injuries seem to be coming on one side of the ball. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to have injuries on one side of the ball, I would almost rather have them on on the offensive side because I need to be able to stop somebody. And secondly, when you look at the fact that they cannot run the football, that hurts the defensive side even more. Yeah, because they're on the field all the time. And and they're on the field all the time, and it's not your starters who are out there. So, Chris, like, I don't mean to sound like an alarmist, but when I look at, like, I guess this is the other easiest way to to put it. If the Bills were in the NFC, I would nowhere near have this level of concern. 
Yeah. Nowhere near. I'd have it at like a two or a three. To tell you the truth, because I still think the Bills would roll through the NFC. I'm not worried about them being able to score at all. I'm worried about them figuring out how to run the football, but more importantly, like I I, I fear for what Lamar Jackson could do to them this week. This could this could be ugly. This could be ugly for the Bills. And then all of a sudden next week. You know, we're going to have a lot more people questioning where they are. Well, where did the Bills struggle against the Dolphins? Allowing big plays on offense, right? Mm -hmm. The Baltimore Ravens are top five in terms of explosive plays in the National Football League. They've got 14 plays of 20 or more yards on the season through three games, Carlin. So you do the math. Think about how many explosive plays that is per game. This is going to be a problem when you have those young safeties in DeMar Hamlin and Jaquan Johnson trying to corral you know, Devin DuVernay and Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. And, and, and by the way, people who don't realize it, DuVernay's become a really good receiver. Man, is he good. Really good. Not just a receiver, Colin. No, no, no. Great he's returner. A, he's a dynamo as a returner, yes, too. Yes, great returner, but, I mean, has really become a Well, good yeah, receiver. he starred in his role. He's clearly the number two receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, and they got a great one-two punch. So, for all the folks that were worried about Lamar Jackson not having enough help on the perimeter, don't worry about that. And if you're actually worried about Marquise Brown being gone, not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. As a matter of fact, Hollywood Brown might have been holding him back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and listen, the catch that DuVernay made this past week just really shows that. And But, so, Carlin, he's done it twice already. He yeah. did the same thing right before halftime against the New York Jets in week one. He yep. did the exact same thing, that bite back pylon catch right before the half. He's become a, a pro at that, and then Rashad Bateman, is a home run hitter. You saw that catch and run for a touchdown that he had against the Miami Dolphins. They have explosive pieces. And then here's the other thing. And this guy's not getting enough credit, Carlin. Mark Andrews, on any given Sunday, is the best tight end in the National Football League. Yeah, he's better than Travis Kelsey now. Is, is, is that hyperbole? Is that prisoner no, of the moment? No. That's just real, right? No, he's, he's look that at good. what he's, he's doing. That good. Yeah, yeah. No, he's playing at the Kelsey level of three years ago. Yeah, not to mention he can block in line. In, mm-hmm. in your run game. So, yep. I, I mean, listen, this Baltimore Ravens offense is not going to be easy to stop. And if J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill start to come around and give you a little more production and take some of the heavy lifting in the run game off of Lamar, this is going to be the most difficult offense to stop in the National Football League in terms of all the moving pieces. This is what I want to know about the Bills, Chris. How far will out just outscoring people take them this year. If that's what it boils down to, they'll how be, far will that take them? They'll be a double-digit win team. Now, but I don't, not, it's not going to take them to Arizona. No, no. And here's the thing, Carlin. I don't know if that means they're going to win their division. I, I know I know how I we feel. I know I, how we on. feel about it. I know really how we feel about now? it. We got to do it. Come on. No, we don't. Not it's our job we... to do it. We have to do it. You just said it yourself. You don't think the Dolphins are last year's Panthers. So if they But ain't I didn't la- say they're last oh, year's me, Rams either. But let me finish this. If they ain't if they ain't last year's Panthers, then that means they're a playoff team, correct? I guess technically yes. Okay, so if they're a playoff team, then they're absolutely in the conversation to compete for the AFC East title. By default. Just go ahead and give them that. No. I don't believe in Tua just like you don't believe in Tua. But we got to acknowledge this is a good team. It's a nice team. It, it's it's a playoff team right now. Why does everything come back to the Miami Dolphins with you? 
Why does it all come well, back to the you, Dolphins? Look, you started it by no, saying just, the Dolphins are going to compete I, with the Bills for the division. I just, you asked me if they were going to continue to be this one-dimensional on offense, what is it going to look like in terms of their, their season? And you said it's, they can't it's let them win the division. It's a double-digit win team. I said it's a double-digit win team. It's a playoff team, but they're going to have competition for the division, but it's not a championship team. How many, how many, how many, wins, how many wins right now are you penciling the Dolphins in for? Right now. 12? What would they win? 10 14? games last year? They won 10 games last year, didn't they? What are you, what are you penciling them for oh, right okay. now? Okay, I mean, listen, they could e- they could easily win 11, 12 games. I could see that. I could see that world. <sighs> I'm not there. I'm, I, I, they I, won I, 10 games last year. They I, won nine games I the know. year before that. I understand. Think, so do you think they're going to go backwards or forward? I, I, 11, I could buy. I'm not at 12. I'm not there because 12, even in 17 games, 12 is a huge number. Eleven, They won 10 games, and they were going back and forth at quarterback between Tua and what, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Come on, man. It's a good team. I I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And, uh, I mean, first of all, it was only nine last year. It was nine. nine It was nine. Nine games last year. Okay. Secondly. It was 10 games the year before that. Yes. Okay, that was the Ryan Fitzpatrick year. Excuse yes. me. No matter the situation But they won there. nine games they with won Jacob, Jacoby games Brissett and Tua as their starting quarterback. Yes. Yes, they did. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they have uh, somehow closed the gap between themselves and the Bills. I'm just, I, I, I mean, it was, the gap was two games last year, it was three games the year before. I'm not there. Okay. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on ESPN Plus. Speaking of the Ravens, yeah, a guy that has had a tremendous career is going to join us in just moments to talk about that matchup that they have this week with the Bills. Calais Campbell in just moments. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Canty and Carlin, 
ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Make sure you join us. Be a part of the Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. When it comes to Allen in particular, how do you handle this and how do you try to defend a guy like this? Well, let's ask one of the guys that's going to be charged with doing it. It is Calais Campbell, who is the defensive end, a longtime pro bowler, future Hall of Famer. You look at the numbers, that's where he is headed, and he is good enough to give us a few minutes. Calais, it's Chris Carlin and Chris Canty on ESPN Radio. We appreciate the time, man. How you doing? Oh, man, fantastic, man. Thanks for having me. Calais, I got to ask you, man, watching you guys up close and personal and how you took away the football Sunday against the New England Patriots, man, I was impressed. You had four turnovers, and then if you include the turnover on downs, that's five, man. That was an impressive game. What is your defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, preaching in order to have you guys number one in takeaways in the National Football League? Yeah, as you know, I mean, you, you know, what you do in practice is what's going to happen in games. And all through camp, you know, we did all kinds of different drills on takeaways and just trying to create, find ways to create turnovers, tip balls, uh, just getting pressure in the quarterback's face, making him throw the ball before he wants to and taking advantage of that. Um, and honestly, I think it's just, you know, we have a lot of playmakers, you know, so I think it's a combination of what we do in practice and then just who we have on, on this team and a lot of special guys. Calais, when you look at your team this season, what is the big difference that makes this a contender now as opposed to the last couple of years? What has made the Ravens a better football team this year? Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is that a lot of our young guys have got a lot wiser and a little older. You know, we have a lot of, you know, youth that's becoming veterans in this in this, in this business. And so, you know, um, I mean, I think that you have a good young nucleus of talent that uh, has a good, good veteran leadership attached to it. And so, they're, you know, I think we've been working the last couple of years trying to build that that uh, just the, the experience you need from the young guys like Lamar, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, J.K. Dobbins in, in his uh, third year, Patrick Queen, you know, uh, getting Dafe more reps. You know, you have a lot of young guys who are depending on who um, who are getting a little older, a little wiser, and making a lot more plays. Devin Duvernay, you know, and so it's kind of cool to get these young guys more opportunities. And um, and then also we still have a veteran presence with Justin Houston, you know, playing you know, fantastic football. You know, uh, we bring in, uh, you know, uh, Marcus Williams. And, you know, even though he's still kind of fairly young, I mean, he comes with a, a lot of experience, a lot of reps on the football field. And uh, I think it's just a combination of, of youth and experience and guys that are hungry. And uh, so, I mean, we're in a good position. I, I really like where we're at right now as a team. Calais, before we look ahead to this week's opponent in the Buffalo Bills, let's look back to the team that beat the Bills this past weekend, the Miami Dolphins. You guys played them in week two. Obviously, you gave up the four passing touchdowns to Tua in that fourth quarter. What was the mindset during the week after that game in terms of bouncing back and getting prepared to go on the road and beat the New England Patriots? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just like, uh, you know, don't take anything for granted. You know, let's over-communicate. Let's make sure we're on the same page. And let's play football. You know, I think, uh, you know, that game, uh, you know, we, we feel like we had it in the bag. And then, you know, they made their plays. And But a lot of it was mistakes, you know, mistakes that we made. And we gave them opportunities. And so, you know, the biggest thing was like, all right, make them beat us. Don't give them the game. And so uh, we were locked in. Uh, going for last week, and we got to use that, you know, that that pain of losing, you know, especially when you feel like you should win, and use that to uh, move forward. Is just taking care of the small things. Every little detail has to be on point, and let's make sure we take care of the small things. And then if we do that, you look up, and you're going to be ahead by a lot of points, and just finish. 
Calais Campbell, six-time Pro Bowler, defensive end for the Baltimore Ravens, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. What What is it like to try to deal with Lamar Jackson in practice when you have to face him? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot easier in practice because, you know, uh, you could say, oh, I made the tackle, but I just run by a six, you know, <laughs> you don't have to really tackle the guy. <laughs> and, you don't uh, have to you hit know, him. And we see it. Yeah, exactly. You know, he can't, he can't make me look stupid because I can just say, you know, as soon as he tries to break me down, I'm like, oh, I made it. <laughs> I run by him with my hand up because you can't touch him anyway. And uh, I'm celebrating as I made the play. But in all actuality, I know deep down in my heart that I'm, it's going to be a tough tackle. You know, I don't know if I'm going to get there or not. Um, but it, it's fun to see, man. He's he's a great talent. He loves the game of football. He's a competitor. And uh, I think it's we, – we, I mean, this camp, we were going back and forth at it. And it's good to see him beat up by somebody, somebody else because in camp, I mean, there are some days where it's like, man, we can't do anything to stop this guy. You know, and then there's days where we dominated. So it was a lot of back and forth. And I think it's been that way this season so far. You know, uh, he's just been dominating everybody. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think the defense is signing for our turn, uh, you know, trying to set some, set some opponents down. You know, it'd be nice to get, a, you know, a, a big game this week against a really worthy opponent. Talking to six-time Pro Bowler, Ravens defensive end Calais Campbell on Canty and Carlin. And speaking of your upcoming opponent, you got Buffalo rolling into town. This was the team that everybody – was jumping on the bandwagon for in terms of being a true Super Bowl contender and winning the Super Bowl out in Arizona uh, next in 20, early 2023. What are some of the challenges that they present to you? We know Josh Allen is, is, is a unique generational talent. How do you slow down Josh Allen? How do you slow down this Buffalo Bills offense? Yeah, I mean, uh, they're, you know, they are a contender. You know, they're, you know, one of the best teams in football right now. And you have to give them their respect. You know, I mean, you see it, you know, across the board. They're talented all over the place. And it really starts with Josh Allen. You know, I mean, what he can do with the football in his hands is quite, it's, 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 you know, he's special. You know, he's one of those guys that you have to give him his respect. You know, I mean, he's just, you know, to stop him is to bring your A game. You can't, you can't, uh, you know, expect to go out there and play just solid football and win a ball game. You know, you get to play great football. And uh, that starts with just, uh, you know, I mean, with, with him, you know, you know, uh, he can make every throw in the pocket. He can make every throw out the pocket. You know, um, he, I mean, he's scrambling around and he's, his eyes are downfield. He's He's a tough tackle if he decides to run and keep the ball. And you have to respect that. You know, I mean, uh, he's a stud. So, you know, we got our hands full, but we're definitely excited for the challenge. When you look at their uh, offensive line, they made some changes this year. How are they different? Well, uh, I mean, they got some experience. You know, I think, uh, uh, you know, Roger Saffold, I mean, he's a guy I've, I've got a lot of history with. We played against each other quite a bit. We were in the same division uh, for multiple years and, uh, you know, both the NSC West and then uh, the uh, AFC South. So it's kind of interesting just following each other around a little bit and competing. And so, um, you know, uh, but I mean, he brings a lot of veteran presence, communication, you know, getting the guys – uh, to be on the same page and stuff like that and, 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 and block together. So, you know, it's definitely uh, – they got a whole lot better. And in the run game, they got a lot more physical in the run game, which if that team, you know, can run the ball like they did, you know, so far this year, I mean, they makes them just – it makes them have, uh, you know, a lot tougher team to beat. Calais, I know this is an organization that prides itself on playing really, really good defense. Right now you guys aren't where you want to be in terms of total defense rankings. How do you guys – go into a game like this up against one of the most explosive offenses in the National Football League? And do you look at this as a measuring stick game in terms of the progress you guys have made from week to week? Well, we know what we're capable of doing, you know, I mean, and we've done it in, in times and spurts. The, the biggest thing is putting a full game together, you know. And so, I mean, you know, most of 
uh, our mistakes this year, most of the yards are given up, you know, is mistakes. You know, it's not like guys are getting beat one-on-one, which is going to happen to us in the NFL. You're going to get beat one-on-one sometimes. But, you know, uh, a lot of it is just things that are correctable. Young guys, you know, uh, a good mix of us just, you know, trying to do too much sometimes, see too much, and end up making a mistake, you know. So the biggest thing is just settle down, play Raven football, you know, do your job, and then play maximum effort, you know, run into the balls, form tackling. And then, um, you know, we know that, you know, we, we should be fine. And, and this week, you know, they're going to make some plays because it's the NFL and this team is very, very talented. But, you know, we know what we're capable of doing if we're all locked in on the same page. So I think the only thing that – yeah, the exciting about this week is a worthy opponent like this makes you lock in and go just a little bit harder, just a little more focused, watch a little, little more tape, because you know it's going to take everything to beat this team. Calais, about 15 minutes ago, I'm sitting here next to Canty, who's six foot eight like you. And he sits here and he says, God, you know, I, I should have stuck with basketball. Football was, <laughs> football was an absolutely brutal way to, to make a living. He's saying this off the air. Uh, if you had it to do over again, is Canty right? <laughs> I mean, for him, not for me. I love football, and uh, you know, I love basketball too. I was a really good basketball player, but football was always—it was always football for me. You know, basketball was never—I um, mean, it never had a chance. You know, I did it because I was good at it, and I did enjoy it when I did it. But uh, since I was six years old, I wanted to be in the NFL, and every day I've been in the NFL, I've taken uh, just—I've been—I've been, I've been uh, taking it with a. You know, just trying to embrace the moment and enjoy all every bit of the ride. You know, this this is a fun game. I love it with all my heart. And uh, you know, I mean, if I can go back and do it all over again, I would because it's it's been a it's been a heck of a ride. Let me translate that. He's made a whole lot of money playing football. He's good. <laughs> That's what he just told her. That's what he just told her. Calais, we gonna let you get back to your palatial estate, man. Thanks for a few minutes of your time, bro. Hey, appreciate it, man. Take it easy. Uh, that is six-time Pro Bowl of Ravens defensive end Calais Campbell joining Canty and Carlin. You know, sometimes I've noticed that, like, your head goes into your hand like, oh, I should have played basketball. Yeah. <laughs> when it's things like that. So I figured, Well, you also got to remember, I'm a little bit older than Calais Campbell, so all of the bumps and bruises. Not much. I'm a little bit older than him. All of the bumps and bruises of the NFL have kind of started to set in, and yeah. I realized – what I actually did to my body. So what you're telling me is, let's have Calais on in three years and see what happens. There you go. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to explain to you, big fella. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, starting on Monday, you can watch us live on the ESPN app. All you got to do, open up the app on your phone, click watch, bang. There we are between 3 and 7 p.m. Eastern time each and every day. You'll be able to watch the show live right there on your app. Well, Up next, week four starts tonight, and we have got two quarterbacks who have already given us uh, one of the all-time great head-to-head battles once before. So are they going to do it again? That is on the way after Canty has this for our friends at Indeed. Your small business has a clear mission. What you need is the right people to execute on that vision. Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. The moment you post a sponsored job, you'll instantly get matched with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. And you can conveniently schedule and conduct virtual interviews with applicants right from Indeed's hiring platform. Make the hiring process work for you. Log in and get started today at Indeed.com credit. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? We all like to talk plenty of NFL. We all like to move it along. We all use different vehicles to do that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. And instead of wasting your time and calling this something clever, it is quite simply Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. (laughs) It's time for Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. And it is hosted by one Evan Wilner. Evan, go. Which 3-0 team is actually reflective of their record? The Dolphins or the Eagles, Chris Carlin? The Eagles are. The Eagles are a really good team. And right now they sit atop Chris Canty's power rankings. That's right. And I I look at everything about the Eagles right now. There are concerns in their secondary. There are concerns for them. Sometimes up front getting pushed around a little bit more than they should. But... I think overall the Eagles are the much better, much more accurate 3-0 team, so to speak. Yeah, I'm going to co-sign on that. I think both of these teams are going to contend for their division titles, but I have a lot more confidence that Philly's going to be able to pull that off than Miami um, because the number, the other team in the division that's closest to them, uh, I just so happen to think in the AFC East is better slightly than the Miami Dolphins, and that will be the Buffalo Bills. I think the Eagles might be the best roster in the entire NFL. So I think their 3-0 start is reflective of who they're going to be at the end of the season. Next! Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa tonight. We saw them play against each other in college in that crazy game, LSU-Alabama. But I want to know, who will get more guaranteed money this offseason, Joe Burrow or Tua? Chris Canty. I'm going to answer a question with a question. Who won that game when they played in college? <laughs> Joe Burrow. Okay, so Joe Burrow is going to get more. Think about this. Kyler Murray got $189 million in total guarantees in his contract extension. So if you're asking me between the two quarterbacks, who do I feel most confident in making that kind of financial commitment to, it's going to be Joe Burrow. Also think about this. Both of those teams are in the AFC. In order to get out of the AFC, who you got to beat? Who you got to beat? Joe Burrow. No, no, no. Who you got to beat to get the, out of the, the AFC? The Buffalo Bills. Not only the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas Chiefs. City Chiefs okay. have hosted the AFC Championship game the last four years. There's only been one guy, well, two guys that have actually beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game in Arrowhead Stadium. That would be one Tom Brady, who's now in the NFC, and then one Joe Burrow. And, oh, by the way, before he beat him in the conference championship game, he beat him in, what was it, week 15 in the regular season? So, yeah, I would bet on Joe Burrow. I would give Joe Burrow the guaranteed money. He's going to get more than 
locked into him. There's no question about it in my mind. Joe Burrow is. You know why? He's better. Period. That's it. That's it. End it. That's all it is. Okay. And by the way, anybody else, any Dolphin fan that wants to fight this kind of fight, ask yourself a question. If you had a choice between the two, who are you taking? Thanks. We're done here. Yeah. Next. Whose slow start on offense is more concerning, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Chris Carlin. Brady, because as I've detailed quite a bit, I, I feel like something's a little bit off. Now, he doesn't have any of his guys. So that could very well be the thing that's <laughs> right. off. He didn't have his I'm three not, top receivers. I, listen, I'm, I'm he's arguing. Missing, he's missing three linemen. I'm arguing against myself. I am going a lot based on what I have heard him talk about through the last month and since the 11 days off. I don't know if Brady's head is in this as much as it has been before in his career. So that's what I'm basing. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you're, you're, you're laid out all the excuses for Tom Brady. What's Aaron Rodgers' excuse? He's got young receivers? Well, who, whose fault is that? Yeah. That's on him. Yep. Because you want to ride this roller coaster and throw tantrums because the franchise drafted Jordan Love, Devontae Adams decided I'm out. So now you have to deal with the reality of not having Devontae, which means you have to be more patient with these young guys. But Carlin, he doesn't trust them. Like, once this team goes off script, once they get past the first 20, 25 plays, Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust those guys to see the adjustments the same way that he does. He certainly doesn't have those side adjustments like he had with Devontae Adams, and that's why they struggle in the second half of games scoring points. They scored 10 points in a combined three games in the second half this NFL season. That's awful. So I don't, I don't, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers offense, well, their passing attack and specifically, is going to be able to figure it out. Next. All right, last one. The Jaguars-Eagles is like the best 1 o'clock game this weekend, or one of them. So who will be the coach of the year favorite after week four? Nick Sirianni or Doug Peterson? Sirianni is currently the favorite at plus 400 at Caesars Sportsbook. Chris Carlin. Wow, that's a great question. Uh, I would say Peterson primarily because... The Jaguars have been so bad for so long (laughs) that he will get the benefit of the doubt just from that standpoint. I could argue that that truly the bar was set so low by Urban Meyer that Doug is really going to benefit from that. I just don't understand in what world did you think Urban Meyer would be a good hire? Like turning over control of your franchise to Urban Meyer after the disaster that was Ohio State, after he left Florida under some, some speculation. I just don't understand in what world was that the right decision for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But they finally got an adult in the room. I'm with you. I think it's going to be Doug Peterson. Even though the Philadelphia Eagles end up with the better overall record, taking the team from the number one overall pick to division winner in one season, pretty damn impressive. <sighs> that is Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. I want to say something because you, you brought up the point. If Dolphins fans had the choice between Tua and Joe Burrow, they mm-hmm. would obviously take Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. The organization was trying to trade up weeks before that draft to get Joe Burrow with the number one overall pick. They were actually trying to get Joe Burrow. So the the same general manager that drafted Tua is telling Dolphins fans, I would have rather had Joe Burrow. And let me ask That this. happened. Uh, and, Only they and, had drafted Herbert. And they could have drafted Herbert. Well, that was my next thing. If you gave the Dolphins organization a chance at a do-over, 
You had Herbert. They would take him. <laughs> yeah, you would take you, you would take Herbert. It's not even. Let's not get. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. Let's keep it pushing. Oh no, because we're going to spend the next six months here anyway. Canty and Carlin. I don't ESPN like it radio. here. <laughs> I don't like it. Here. I don't like it in here. Yeah. Get me out of here. The two of us. I don't like it here. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Hit us up on the Dr Pepper call in line at eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. So. What do you want to see from the Dolphins tonight? Well, tonight, if you are a non-2-and-on believer, such as myself, will a Dolphins win tonight put you in a mood to really start to believe in what they're doing? It will for me. So you'll join the cult? I didn't say that, but I said okay. I, I will certainly take them a whole lot more seriously So you'll than stop I have. calling them a nice little team? I didn't you'll, say you'll, that. You'll call, you'll call them a good team. I just want to. At what point will you I'll call them a good team? Here's where I'll put it. Okay, Dolphins win tonight. They're a good team, and they're a legitimate threat at the AFC East. All right, cool. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Very sad news on the passing of Coolio at 59 years old yesterday. Mm-hmm. Love Coolio. He was. I I actually uh, briefly met him once in 2000, early 2017. Now you got to break this story down, Ball Mama. Because yeah. when are you and Coolio in the same room? It was at Wing Bowl in Philadelphia. Nobody had that on the bingo card. Yeah, I know. I neither did I. When I drew it up that morning, <laughs> oh, you're going to meet Coolio today? Great, awesome. <laughs> uh, Wing Bowl for those who are not familiar used to be. Uh, in Philadelphia, they don't do it anymore, and it was a giant wing-eating contest. It was the brainchild of Angelo Cataldi, who's a longtime uh, legendary Philadelphia sports radio host. It was because the Eagles were never going to the Super Bowl. We're going to have our own bowl of some sort. <laughs> and it was wing bowl, and what happened? The Eagles went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but at any rate, they used to bring in acts, and Coolio came and performed at this thing. Very nice guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. But, you know, <laughs> it's come in. Hey, we need you to play Gangster's Paradise. We need you to play Gangster's you Paradise. Got, you got to do that. Don't play the new stuff. Don't, you know, you can play it on the back end. Okay. Yeah, because artists in. always want to feature some right. of the stuff that they're working on currently and not live in the past. He's coming in. He's doing three songs. All right. And that's it. And don't open with the old new stuff. Don't open with the new stuff. Opens with the new stuff. Of course he does. <laughs> of course but he does. I have to say, Gangster's Paradise followed it up. Outstanding in person. Did he do rolling with the homies? At the back end of it. There you go. Yes. Yes. It was kind of like a medley. It's amazing because the there's like those like those two songs are synonymous with the two movies that they were in. Like Gangster's Paradise with the movie Dangerous Minds. Mm -hmm. And I remember Michelle Pfeiffer in the music video back when music videos was a thing. Yeah. And in, in the movie Clueless. Yep. Rolling with the homies. Yep. And Alicia Silverstone. Like it's just like rolling with my home. Like mm -hmm. it's just it's a thing, right? Like, yep. Coolio had those songs that went along with those movies in the mid to late 90s. I, I and mean, that's what I will always remember him for. I, it, maybe it's more so the case because I don't listen to, uh, like, hit radio anymore. But, yeah. like, that was a song that was on at least once, maybe twice an hour. Yeah. All Well, the well time. I think it was song. Did it get to the, number was, one? Yeah, it was number one on the yeah. Billboard Top 100. And I think it was the song of the year by the Billboard. Wow. Yeah. That was a that was a hit. Yeah. I mean, I think he went triple platinum off of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a big deal. Yeah. Listen. I think I, the song might have done better than the movie. 
<laughs> I think that's the same bet. I think that's the same bet. But I did. He was a perfectly nice guy. And, uh, yeah, listen, it was did cool. You eat, so you perfect. ate wings with Coolio while the Eagles won a Super Bowl. And I actually didn't eat wings in the upset of the day. You know what? We love it so much, we're giving you more. Yes, more Pacey NFL segment. The, N- the NFL music just really sets it off, though, right? It does. When you put the NFL music as the bed underneath it, it just makes it it makes it makes feel like, I don't know, man, football season. It makes mid, it mid, feel like Sunday. Mid, mid-season form. Yes. I would say mid-season you know, form when you have this right, music going. I'll be honest. Like When I hear this music, it is Sunday night NFL primetime. That's what it is to That's me. That's right, with Boom and yep. Uh, Booger. Yep. Yep, absolutely, and even Tom Jackson back in the could, day. Could there be two more perfect nicknames that go together, <laughs> Boom and Booger? <laughs> so, it is Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. Evan Wilner is your host. Part two, go. Who do you trust more to win a playoff game, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, Chris Carlin? Boy, that's a great question. I would right now go Josh Allen, and I understand that Lamar has won a game on the road. In the playoffs. Yes. But was it because of Lamar that they won that game on the road? Yes. Mm, he yes. Was, he was okay that, in that, that game. long run that he had, that yeah. scramble, that's why they won the game. But overall, in the game, he was not great. He you don't have to moment. be great. You just have to make the plays to win the game. And he made the play to win the game. Uh, Lamar's You're gonna, making me sound like Herm Edwards right now. Uh, Lamar is going to be the MVP of the league this year. Yes. If I had to and you win call, a, And you called your shot. Yes. If I had to pick a game, a guy between the two, and it is exceptionally close, I would take Josh Allen by a hair just because I I, I feel a little bit more comfortable with it. Maybe it's more based around who's around him, and that's not fair, but I just would take Josh Allen. It doesn't close. bother you that that team doesn't win one-score games. That stat bothers me a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Because in playoff football, they're usually going to be closely contested. You ain't going to see a whole lot of blowouts. And the fact that they couldn't couldn't close it out in Kansas City last year. But but that's not Josh Allen's fault. Come on. But still, man. I mean, 15 seconds to play. Come on. That's not fair. You can say it's not not fair. But you just said it was because, in part, the team around him. You just said that. But I meant guys on offense. Oh, come on. Now, here we go moving the goalposts. I'm going with Lamar Jackson, and maybe it's a little recency bias because we had Patriots-Ravens last week. (laughs) You think? (laughs) And watching Lamar evolve as a quarterback, just the ability to make all the throws, Carlin, he's got all the pitches now. Like, he's not not just a fastball pitcher anymore. He's got a changeup. He's got a slider. Uh, I mean, this guy's got a cut fastball now. Like, he, he can do it all. Like, the throw that he made to Devin Duvernay in the back pylon in that in, in, mm-hmm. in that in that in that uh, third quarter, that's a big time throw. The throw that he made to Mark Andrews up the scene when he's fading away from Mac Wilson, who was an unblocked blitzer, another big time throw. And he's showing us that he can understand what the defense is doing to him and find answers for it in real time. Carlin, I don't know that we've seen Lamar be able to break down defenses in the actual game and figure out a way to be productive and have his team on the winning side of it. Because remember, in that game against the Pats, the first quarter and a half, it was ugly times ugly. Then he goes on four consecutive scoring drives. Lamar Jackson's football IQ, Lamar Jackson's ability to win from the pocket is what gives me more confidence that he can do more winning than Josh Allen when we get to January. 
Next. Who wins the two and the matchup of two and one juggernauts this weekend? The Bears or the Giants? Chris Canty. The Bears, they can run the football. And I think they'll do that because they have a defensive minded head coach. They play good defense, run the football. If the Giants have Leonard don't have Leonard Williams or he's compromised in any way, they have no shot at winning that game. Uh, can I say no? Can my answer to that question, either the Giants oh or the Bears, be no? Did, did you have go. an issue with the word juggernaut? <laughs> no, because I knew it was said with sarcasm. I would go with the Bears as well. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I, I thought the Bears would be one of the worst teams in football. But the fact that they did run the football as well as they have in the first couple of weeks, I, I do have to give them credit for that. The Bears 3-1? and one? Wow. The, Can you imagine? The Bears 3-1? and one, What? What? I want to hear from the Dolphins fans then if the Bears and the Dolphins the are Bears both three and one. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> tell me, tell me, prove, to, have, me, prove to me that they're better. <laughs> I will have you three and 13 so quickly. I won't even be for there. Three and 14 at that point. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.